0: Welcome, oh, everybody.
1: Ooh, I blew oh, you I blew you out the you water, son. Me. What's good? What's good? No, I didn't blow you. I said I blew you out you the water. You blew me? No, no, that's not what Oh, I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's
2: not what happened. This is a different kind of podcast already.
1: It funniest part is that I was trying to do your your welcoming thing, and I completely fucked it up. You did.
2: And I, was, I was watching you, and I was about to start going. All of a sudden, I see you take a deep breath. And I was like, is this motherfucker about to step on my line here?
1: That's right. And that's right, he did. Bitch. I stepped on it. nothing you can do about it. It's already been done. Yeah.
2: And it was, well, I'm, I can just edit it out. That's, oh. that's, that's That's what I do. That's
1: true. You can just record this by but, yourself saying.
2: But I'm going to leave it
1: because it was so terrible.
2: <laughs> I want the world to know why I do the open and you're second of the nameless. Hey, 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 it's true. So welcome everybody, me. to two
1: friends and a you, movie I with just Matt, and featuring Sixto. It's not featuring. Number one, you're a feature. My lead song. Unless you make a song and you completely kill my song. I yeah, will keep the song. Oh, you're gonna keep the song. you gonna, <laughs> yeah, fire me. i <laughs> will
2: just hire your dad or something. He's got the same name. Ugh.
1: Anyways, listen. Uh, I'm sorry for a little bit of the noise. There's some people. Coming over for dinner And they're either here Or my girlfriend's making all the noise in the world Because they're coming But we're gonna pot and we're gonna cast
2: Oh yeah So so here we are two friends in the movie Where Sixto and I sit down And we talk yeah. about a certain movie Or movies or Something other things I don't know
1: But don't today
2: know.
1: <laughs> we have a movie That's right motherfuckers You better fucking recognize And I told movie. you On the last podcast, we'd have
2: another one within three weeks. That's right. And right under the buzzer, here we are, three (laughs) weeks later, with another podcast.
1: It was like we shot the ball, and he left the finger, in the net. It still
2: counts. Put it on the scoreboard, because it counts.
1: So listen, um... Thankfully, on like the last few podcasts or months, we have a new movie. Is that true? I think we've done okay. I think we did okay last year. Yeah. This year we're going to do better. We're going to do better, but we also are going to do worse at some points. Right. Like this movie is from like last year, but we're going to talk about it.
2: (laughs) But the end of last year.
1: Right. And it's now on HBO, right? Like was it it in the movie theaters, this movie? Uh, I think so. I think it was a theater release of of this. And I feel comfortable with the idea that when we talk about a movie that's on not on the theaters and it's not on an, on an iPad after COVID, I think that we're, it's okay. Uh you know there's a new predator uh, not predator. Yeah, there's a new predator movie coming out. No, a new alien movie coming out on Hulu. Ooh. So we're going to watch it. We're going to watch. And you know what else we have to watch? What's but that? it's only in theaters coming out in February. What's that? Cocaine Bear. Fuck yes! I was gonna talk to you about Cocaine Bear, but let's do it now because I really need to watch this movie, and you need to be there with me. We have to. We have to find the time to watch Cocaine Bear. <laughs> we have to. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know where. But we're watching this. We're fucking watching. We're this. watching it. All right. Anyways, aside from Cocaine Bear, yeah, let's, let's talk st- about the movie we have today.
2: Let's stop talking about the future and
1: start talking about the present or the past. Either or- way. Who controls the past now controls the future. Who controls the present controls the past. 1984.
2: So do we control the past then? That's right. Since we're controlling the present?
1: That's right. When you're listening to this podcast, we're controlling the present. It's true. You know what I'm saying? We also
2: control the past.
1: That's right. And we control the past. Therefore, we control the future.
2: We're just in charge. It's all in there. We're it's all in there, man. Two motherfuckers in
1: charge. That's right. Read 1984. You'll get it. Listen to to *Rage Against the Machine*. You'll get it. Anyways, the movie that we're gonna talk about is a movie that Matt uh, gave me the option of watching a ton of movies, and we discussed some of them. And he said this might be the better one for for the podcast. Why did he say this to me? I think because he hates me, but also because this movie, if the other movies are worse than this one, I'm a bit afraid. See, but I, the movie—I don't think yeah. the movies were worse than this one. I just think this movie has more to talk about. I got you. Okay, okay. Uh The movie that we're going to talk about is the menu. The menu. You see it on the picture. You press on the on the podcast. You know what it is.
2: I know. I don't know why we always delay. Like we're gonna with this epic
1: surprise. People are like, "Oh, I wonder what movie it's gonna be." But they already <laughs> know because they see the picture. <laughs> They press on the podcast. The podcast says episode 99, the menu. The menu. <laughs> but we always like to, like, maybe one day we'll do, like, we'll call it something different. I was we'll like, surprise! surprise cocaine just... Bear. <laughs> Anyways, The Menu. It is a movie. Uh, it's a very recent movie. Um yes, 2022. It stars, it stars Voldemort himself uh together with uh a bunch of people that are annoying. Hey and I'm gonna
2: stop you right there. What? Because it also stars Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah. And I'm becoming a big fan of
1: hers. I think she's a great actress or actor, I don't know, whichever you prefer to say. Uh or whatever she prefers to be called. And I think that um in this movie, there is a bit... The problem that... I, look, listen. Let's talk about the movie first, and we we'll talk about the goods and bads. Okay. Uh, the plot of this movie is simple. Some people... And by the way, big fucking spoilers.
2: Big go watch ones!
1: It, go watch it. Come back. Then listen to us talk about it, because we're the shit. Um, the movie is about people that get invited to a very specific restaurant that is out on an island can only get by boat is incredibly exclusive.
2: Invitation only. You can't invitation, just
1: show up. Right. And uh well I don't think it was invitation only. I think this time it was invitation only. Yeah? Is that true?
2: Possibly uh cuz they said how people dine there in the past. But either way it's extremely exclusive. Like
1: extremely massively. S- there's yeah. a
2: small clientele who's allowed to go to this restaurant. Yeah, um right. and it's Supposedly, incredibly expensive,
1: so you would have to have a lot of money to start. Right, with. so that that cuts the right. It's the one percent. It's a one percenter restaurant. Yeah, and um, it there are like six tables in it, and this guy goes out of his way to make an incredible experience, and a lot of people talk about how the experience is. So the movie starts with a a character named Tyler, played by uh, Nicholas Holt.
2: Look at you doing this research.
1: You know what I'm saying? Oh a. shit. K. A.K.A. Today's a Glorious Day from from uh, Ma- Max Fury Road. Wow. You know what I'm saying? You went deep.
2: It's going <laughs> deep. We ain't, we ain't fooling around in 2023. You know what I'm saying? We're going
1: 2023, deep. 2023, 2023,
2: I got my phone out. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Oh, stop. <laughs> we're finally using Google.
1: <laughs> and he's telling uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, playing Margot. So we're going by characters' names now. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows with this fucking podcast. Is uh, she's coming over to to with him? It's kind of confusing because they're kind of talking like they know each other very well. Then it's like they don't know each other very well. And I
2: think that's like a big theme of the movie: is you never understand exactly what's going on. You don't understand anybody's relationship. You don't understand why these people are in the room
1: together. Right. Uh,
2: mass confusion is a big plot point of this movie. Yeah,
1: and I think that. Uh, uh, I'm going to jump ahead and say that I think that's one of the biggest problems I have with this movie. But before we go on, uh, they start seeing a bunch of people that are getting to the dock to get on the boat. And uh, Mr. Tyler is massively overexcited about a lot of things that make no sense. Who's showing up? What kind of food he thinks he's going to eat? What's going to happen when he eats this food? Yeah, he's a big—he's
2: um, a big fanboy. He's—he's—he's—he's he's, he's geeking out over the clientele, the movie stars, right. the the right. the influencers, the big businessmen who are showing up on the boat. Right. Uh, he's excited that he's a part of this crowd. He feels like he mentions he's, a bunch of times how he never had a girlfriend and people didn't like him, so he's super excited. I think to fit in, quote unquote, with this right. crowd.
1: But um, the more you hear about this guy, or the more you see this guy, you're gonna realize why he doesn't have a girlfriend. And essentially, it's because he's a fucking piece of shit. He's a douchebag. Anyways, um, as they board the boat, it's a very specific boat. Um, Margot starts noticing things because I think Margot is more streetwise than most of the people there. You know? Yeah, she's the only and- one
2: who's not as you find out later, you know, a big shot, she's not rich. She's not famous. She's, she
1: doesn't right. come from money. Like she's a, right. a me and you right. And, um, you know, they go into this boat, the boat leaves them there. She's kind of looking back at the boat and it's giving you kind of hints, like visual hints of like something's going to be fucked up in this movie. And, uh, all of these people show, uh, go, uh, it is John Leguizamo playing an actor a movie star. They never say his name. Yeah, never, you never so have the name. I think, I think he's playing himself. <laughs> it's John Leguizamo, his assistant. It is Tyler and Margot. It is a couple of rich, a rich couple. It is a foot credit with her, with her, uh, producer or whatever. Yeah,
2: like assistant producer. Assistant producer, something.
1: Yeah. And then there's three people there that work for like a big firm bank who, which the the big owner of the big firm? Is it a bank? I don't know what it is, but it's a it's somebody with a lot of fucking. money. It's something money in finance.
2: Stuff. They don't really like tell you exactly what the. It's something in finance. It could be banking, right. it could be stocks, but it's something in finance.
1: So they find a seer that hires them, you know, like it's the son, and then two of his friends that work for the guy, and this is this is the entire group of people that show up to this island they get uh they get received by uh, the young lady that is the uh the assistant to the chef elsa played by hong chao my new wife thank you very much and uh she's mean and she it's kind of like a quirky thing where they kind of walk in and she's being very short with them and trying to be like this is you're going to be eating this later they're catching this which you're going to be eating later this is part of the of the food process. Here's how we cure our meats. So they give me like a tour of of how things are done in the restaurant. They walk into the restaurant, and I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go fast here. Yeah, let's speed uh, this up. And you can and you can stop me if you want to. It is the menu is basically what the movie is. The the chef played by by uh, Ralph Fien- Ralph Fiennes, uh who's just called chef, is um is uh, um, is saying each dish and the screen like kind of gives you like what the dish is and the and what the preparation is and all that. And every time he does it, he claps really loud, stops everybody from talking, yeah. explains and the dish.
2: There's like a thousand sous chefs that are working behind them. There's a right. bunch of waiters because everyone gets their food presented to them at the exact same time. So right. everyone has almost their private waiter. And then there's a guy walking around, pairing each dish with a wine. Like it's real right.
1: fancy smancy nonsense stuff. Right. Uh, the chef, as he's bringing out all the plates and all of this, these people are planning, having to go through like an experience, right? They're eating the food. Yeah, it's more Is than just truck? dinner. It's an event. It's, you know, this guy, it's, this, it's a show. right? Right, this guy, Tyler, fanboying to the max. To the point, like, people that annoy you because they're so nerdy about something that they become uh, obnoxious. Because it's fine to be nerdy about something. You like it. You experience it. But then he starts talking down to Margot, and he's being a real prick about everything that's happening. And Margot's not eating any fucking dish because she refuses to eat it because she thinks it's too pretentious, right?
0: Mm -hmm. And, like, a lot of Um,
1: dishes,
2: like, aren't even food. Like, one dish is just, like, sauces. And, you know, it's a lot of, like...
0: So really ridiculous the, things.
1: Right. The the first dish is like uh like uh just like bubbles of food with with like a crepe on top or something. Then the main the first dish is like the island, which is like sea foamed seawater that yeah, salts they, the food, and like they put like scallop on like top of the rocks that they found right. on the and island. Then, yeah, she's just... like, I'm not eating that shit. And then the second dish, which is the one that Matt is talking about, which is hilarious, is like everything that accompanies bread. But no bread. No bread. <laughs> so everybody's kind of getting like a bit annoyed. But she's the one like kind of leading the charge because she's in every person, right? Yeah, I think like... this
2: is where the movie starts to show you who like everyone invited ends up. Well, you got to try to, try to see that they're, they're cowards or they don't stand up for themselves. They're all weak personalities. They all think they're big shots. But when confronted, they all back down uh, except for her. And, oh, right. and you they, they, you keep the heap saying, like, as this movie's going on, that there's little hint that she's not supposed to be there. Because Tyler's supposed to bring a different date to right. this uh, island, and she ends up dumping him, and she can't go. So he finds Margot to go last minute. So that kind of right. throws the chef off a little bit. So you kind of right. see that he's making little mistakes and a little nervous, and unhappy with the situation because it's not as it was planned.
1: So the only reason I'm stopping at the bread and I, you know, is because she says she won't eat it. And then the guy, Tyler, kind of acts like a complete asshole to her. And he's like, you should fucking eat it because I'm paying for it. So at least have the decency to eat it. And she's like, fuck you, gets up, goes to the bathroom to smoke a cigarette. And then while she's in the bathroom, the bathroom unlocks and the chef walks in and here's the first if everything has been a hint this is the first time where something you can kind of see oh this is not okay guy walks in and he says who are you not supposed to be here and she says well so-and-so brought me tyler brought me because you know whatever and then Oh, no, that happens at the table. And then he comes into the bathroom and says, why are you here? And what's your real name? Because yeah. you're not a Margot. And then she's like, what does it matter to you? And she's like, and he's like, you're not supposed to be here. You're not supposed to be here. You're throwing everything off. And she's like, get the fuck out of my way. So they have this exchange. And to speak this up a little bit, um, what it turns out is this guy, uh, you know, I don't want to give the details in case anybody wants to watch the movie, right? Uh, this guy, the chef, has has had it with l- the life that he's become accustomed to and the machine that he feeds that he thinks everybody's a part of except for her. And he's unhappy cooking. He's been cooking for these fucking human monsters. He's been cooking for these pieces of shit. All of them have their quirks that are beyond, you know, it's almost like the seven deadly scenes, right? And she's the one that's out. And, and he is just going to essentially kill everybody.
2: Yeah. So before we, for each he says that, the next, he comes, they, she walks out of the bathroom, they sit down, they start the next course and it's called the mess. Right. And he has one of the sous chefs come out to the, the restaurant and he introduces him and says, I forget his name, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he made this dish. Right. Um, so this is his creation. And then, all of a sudden, he pulls out a handgun, sticks it in his mouth, and kills himself right, right there. In front of everybody. So, that's when, like, it starts becoming, like, a reality. Like, oh, is this guy fucking with us? Or is this really fucking dangerous? Right. Um So, this is what crosses the line. You're like, oh,
1: shit. You know, this this is a problem now. A hundred percent. And, you know, I want to I wanna make a parenthesis here because I think that it feeds into the story they're trying to tell. In that a lot of people are saying, like, oh, this is bullshit. Like, that can't really be. It's part of an act. And some other people are like, what the fuck? The motherfucker just blew his head out. And, and you know, like, the, the food critic is like, no, 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 no. Believe me. This is, like, theater. They do this in theater. It's not real. That kind of thing. And it's not. It's
2: not. <laughs> and one of the guests tries to leave. And he's, like, he's had enough. He's the only one who, like, really stands up for himself. Um, and he gets punished and they chop off one of his fingers right there in the restaurant in front of everybody right. um, to kind of show that he means business and not the fuck with them. Um, right. So before that, everyone's like, we need to get the fuck out of here. We need to figure out a plan. And then once he shows that you get punished for, for not following the rules, everyone backs down, uh, right. except for Margot, who's still being defiant, not really doing anything. To stop it or just help anybody but she's the only one that's a little defied everyone else is now like dog with, with tail between their legs sitting back down yes chef whatever you want us to do we're, we're here for the ride
1: so I mean there are a few a few parts of, of the movie let's just go through them because they're the interesting parts there's the part with the tacos they serve like a, ta- a taco dinner mm-hmm. and all the taco have been pr- a pr- there's a printing of a picture yeah, there's a laser either, a laser right.
2: printing on the, on the actual taco shell
1: Right, that explains why these people are technically here. Like, you know, there's people that have um whatever money they're embezzling. Yeah they, there's they, the super they, rich guy. They're committing with, fraud. One right, guy is cheating on his cheating wife. The wife. The other the guy that Tyler is like just pictures of him eating constantly. So you with know him, I mean these pictures of him taking
2: pictures. They told okay. everybody no pictures at the table, don't take pictures of the food and he was trying to sneak you know instagram shots so the, on this taco shell is him taking pictures of the food so everything everyone does badly is on these taco shells on
0: display
1: and you know the chef goes through a history of his life how his father abused him and that's you know he abused his mom and he stabbed him in the leg with a pair of scissors all of these things are happening all of this food have a theme like everything is following some sort of theme. There's a dish where there's a dish where they send all the men out to run to see if they can escape and only the women eat. It's the only time Margot eats. And And she she opens up a little bit about her past to the other women. Right. And And it's not really
2: Margot, and she's a bunch of
1: prostitutes. Right. And um, she also tells the chef because the chef says you have two choices. You either die with them or you die with us. So you have to make that choice or I'm gonna make it for you. And so in that process of all of this food and understanding who they are, he tells her he's one of them, of the cooker, of the cooks, not mm-hmm. one of the not one of the thinners. And he tells her to go grab um, a barrel for dessert.
2: Yeah, she gets a job to kinda see, I think he wanted to see if he could control her and he responds, yes, she responds, yes, chef. And it looks like she's going to follow his orders and kind of take over. Like, there's this, this point in the movie, you're kind of like, oh, is he training a new hostess? Is he tired of the person who's running the the event? Elsa. Elsa. Elsa, Elsa and uh, is he trying to replace her? And kind of seeing if she is the new one to do that. And she goes to the, the meat house. I don't know what you call It, it was a house full of meats, like, Like a shed that just had meat drying. Because it has to sit for 152 days, they said. So it goes into this little room um, where the barrels are. And then she gets her senses kind of to where she's like, oh, over there, you know, right over the brush is Chef's house. And when they're on the tour in the beginning, they're like, you can't go. No one goes to Chef's house. Like, it's it's off limits. So she's like, fuck it. I'm going to check it out. So she goes to the house. And she's like snooping around, trying to find out what she could find. Elsa finds her and is like, oh, we told you no one's allowed here. But she didn't use that voice. She's a... A more like, yeah. you're not going
0: to replace me. Yeah. She's
2: much Asian and female voice other than
1: my non-Asian female voice. What? What? Is that, what does she have an accent? What are you saying? Asian? A little bit. Like, she okay. has a little bit of an accent. Okay. I she mean, I was going She doesn't gonna sound quote. like this. I was going to call racist. She also doesn't say do one, but I was going to I was going to call racist on you. But I think that I'm going to skip it because I uh, I, I, uh, um, I I think if you you're right, if she might have an accent. It's
2: like a hint. Like, it's not, you know, overly done, but there's a hint of an accent right there. But anyway, sure. so they uh, she also attacks Margot. They get into a fight. Uh, they're throwing each other back and forth in the room, and Margot ends up killing Elsa uh, at the chef's house, which now you're like, oh, now that Elsa's dead, now there's an opening, maybe Margot will, you know, step right in to this opening and help out. But she comes back to the restaurant with the barrel, and she like just throws it in, and she sees like she's had enough, that's it. She is attacking Chef.
1: Right. Um, this is where the movie takes the, the path of a horror movie where the person fights back, right? Because all horror movies are like this. Did you ever see Fresh? Did we ever do Fresh in the park? We didn't. It's no. with Sebastian Stan. Have you seen that movie? I don't think so. So it's basically... Uh, I'm not going to try to put another movie in here. But basically, this girl talks to this guy... He's super nice. He seems amazing. She's been trying to date forever. Finds the one guy who's Sebastian Stan, who's hot as fuck, and seems to be very smart. And he invites her to a a retreat for a week. And then he turns out that he just eats people. So, (laughs) sorry to spoil it. uh, Double spoilers. Double spoilers. But but, uh, the movie on. Right, but this, this the eating the people kind of happens within the first five minutes, so <laughs> don't worry, you're gonna see it right away. Um, and this movie reminded me a lot of that, like like it, it has the makings of a modern suspense horror movie, right? Where there's a there's a the protagonist finds something out, uses it in the advantage, fights back and escapes, mm-hmm. and that's kind of precisely what happened here, except that she didn't have to really kill Chef. She just went the smart route and she found a picture of him cooking burgers and smiling. Every other picture, he's angry as fuck. And so she goes back to the restaurant, orders a burger, and then she says, I want it to go. He says, you can have your bag and you can have it to go. Everybody else tells her, get the fuck out. Kind of like with a look of indignation that they accept their fate. And, um... Then they move on with (laughs) dying while she escapes.
2: And And not just dying, but they're literally just sitting there uh, at their tables and he spreads this accelerant all over the floor that looks like you know, uh, graham cracker crumbs almost, but you can light it on fire. Um, And then he literally wraps like these marshmallow vests around each guest. Um... (laughs) And they don't and fight. Chocolate, and a chocolate hat. And a yeah. chocolate hat. They don't fight. They just sit there as, you know, like this is still part of the experience. Um, as Margot is off on a boat uh, and leaving the island. And he literally lights the room on fire. The chocolate melts as they still just sit there. And the place ends up blowing up. And
1: you don't see any of them. But you can assume they all died. I mean, they all become s'mores and die. Yeah fucking dumb so that's the movie
2: that is the movie with some other parts you know around there but that's that's essentially the movie
1: I I have to tell you Matt. tell me this movie yes it's entertaining because the acting is superb right and then you hate who you're supposed to hate and you kind of follow some kind of path of heroics and you kind of follow the craziness of the chef right Mm-hmm. So it all kind of clicks in, but this is a movie where too much is in the air.
2: Yeah, this movie reminded me when, when I was a stand-up comic and you would have this great setup, but you couldn't find the right punchline to end the joke. That's kind of what this movie felt like. Like, it kept hanging you on, you're like, alright, something's going to happen, I don't know what's going to happen, there was a little couple of jokes thrown in there, uh, it was getting a little dark. you are like, all right. And they look like they didn't know what to do, how to end it. They didn't have an ending written for the movie. They needed s- some sort of feel-good moment, I guess, is why they let Margot leave, because she wasn't supposed to be there. I'm sure the director and the writers had some profound reason that maybe I just don't get is why she was allowed to leave Uh, because she wasn't supposed to be there to begin with, that she didn't fit the uh, criteria that Jeff had for these other people who deserve to die. He didn't feel like she deserved to die, Uh, so she was allowed to leave. Um, And we, we never really... They don't dive enough into the other characters' past and personality for you to feel like they deserve to die. Like, right. Is you it, get a little right. taste of it, but you don't get enough where you're like, yeah, these fucking people are shitheads. Fuck them. Kill right. them. I
1: mean, it kind of feels so. I found out looking for this story last night that there's a short, which is probably what this movie was a short. Because in a short, you get the the excitement of it being 15, 20 minutes. You don't have time to explain the shit. You create a concept, and based on the concept, you execute. Movie over. Mm-hmm. It's 20 minutes. So you're done. You don't care. But as far as an hour and, a and 40 minute movie, even though it's short for all the movies today, it's too stretched out of a concept for me to give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about these people because I never learned what they're so evil, like you say. Yeah. I, I don't like give a fuck. In this world of
2: everything is a series, I think this movie works great as a series. Every episode is about a different character at the fucking restaurant. You go back into their lives. You find out why they're pieces of shit. You find out how they got to the restaurant. And then they all... And then I think you care more about what happens to them. Because exactly. at the end, to be honest with you, I didn't care if any of them lived or died. No, I have even no if connection he, to any of them. None of them are if, exciting. None of them are interesting. No, I don't need these even people.
1: Even if Margot lived or died, I didn't give a fuck about. But... Yeah. They, the problem is that you're right. I mean, it as a serious, like, 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 um, what's that? What's that series Where they crash the plane on the Island lost, lost. where they give you like a, the whole episode is about the, the lead up to why they go to the restaurant, how he, they exchange places with the, with the chef and how he's exact, exacting revenge him and one of his fucking sous chefs. Yeah. So that it makes sense every time you get to the last person, which will be the guy with Margot. And then you have a, an explanation as to why she would escape. Because yeah. then you've seen the process.
2: It felt like things that didn't need to be dragged on were dragged on. And things that you needed
1: more information were, were like quickly passed through. And I really, you know, I would really agree with you. I don't think I can watch six episodes of this. I think, I think a 20-minute short, which is what it originally was, is exactly what it should be. Maybe.
2: I just feel like this is the kind of show where something extraordinary happens to these characters. And for you to care about it, you have to you have to feel for them. You have to have some sort of connection to the characters. Because, like I said before, like when they all die, you don't care. Because you know nothing right. about them. Right. You, you don't and know I if don't they're ki- good people or bad people. You don't know if they have families. You don't know what they've done in their lives. You're taking right. the word of the chef that they're not great people. Well, everyone's not a great person. Like, we've all done shitty things in our life. Right. Like, do we all deserve to die? Like, you don't know. And then
1: the one person that he gives some sort of explanation for is the actor. Because he's like, excuse me, chef, why am I here? Mm -hmm. And he says, which also makes me dislike the chef so much. Because he's so egocentric, right? Uh, He says, I had one day off when I was young. One day. Mm -hmm. And I took that one day that I had off to see a movie that you made where you played a chef. And that movie was fucking horrible. And let me tell you what, I laughed at a a bunch of lines in this movie and at at a lot of the delivery. Yeah, there was some humorous things in it. Yeah. Yeah, and that was one of them where I was like, this is so stupid, I got to laugh. But really, it makes me angry because I wasted an hour and 40 watching this fucking movie that I feel like, what was the point of this? (laughs) That's what you get.
2: Like, until the end, I was actually enjoying the movie.
1: Yeah for sure. Like for sure. I was
2: I was curious, like it kept me kept me entertained, it kept me wondering what was going to happen next.
1: A 100%. Um
2: I think the vague storytelling is part of that is you're like, "Oh, I need to know more." So I'm going to keep watching. I need to know more. I I need to keep watching. Um but the ending is
1: just disappointing. And had they killed had he killed a person with every course somehow then you have like oh shit this is a, a gore movie great that's not what it is not what it is. He...
2: and you it's... don't understand why they're so afraid to fight back like I can't imagine a world where you're pretty much being told that you're going to be murdered just sitting there where they wrap this vest around you and put this like there's no it... way I'm cooperating like, and, I don't know if I'm fighting back or running away, but I'm definitely not cooperating.
1: But also, these are like self-centered major pricks. Any self-centered major prick would be like, fuck that. I'm fucking killing somebody. Yeah. And it's you. And there's no like
2: desperation. Like, you see a little bit of like, let's make a deal. Let's give you money. But I feel like the extent of people begging for their lives isn't there. It's like they That's all not. also gave up on life, which I don't know is why they're invited because they were all done with life as well and ready to to end it it's there's a lot of questions where you have to fill in your own blanks um which i don't know if
1: it's on purpose or just i think so to make you think about why they're dying probably but i i i demanded either a murder per meal or a magic element you know like he's like i know what you do in the dark because i made a pact with satan And every meal represents your sins. Whatever the fuck it is, God told me to do this. But it has to be magical. There's nothing here. There's not a fucking thing. I don't mind Chef
2: because he has his own gripes. He doesn't like all these people. He has lost it. He's ready to end his life. He's ready to take the ship down with him. If I'm going, you motherfuckers are coming with me. Like I don't mind that. A desperate person who lost his way ready to give up blames all these people for his life you're the reason why I have no more joy in my heart you guys destroyed me that part I get but everyone else seemingly has something to live for they all have they good jobs playing. or movie stars or you know big careers or they're young like they all have a reason to live for them all just to give up to me, Doesn't make sense. It seems. There's no reason why all of them are defeated, especially after you see Margot stand up for herself and pretty much be rewarded for it. Like, she sets the blueprint up for you. Like, oh, she figured out how to get off this. I'm going to do the same thing. Or as they let her out, I'm going to at least try to fight my way and get
1: with her. As a last, like, what other choice do I have? And there's a throwaway line from the chef where he's like, none of you have fought for your life because you know that this is true and you need to die. And I'm like, that's bullshit. It's, it's, it's shit. It's a shit line. It it's
2: shows sh- that they're cowards. That's why I think you need more information. Like, why are they such cowards?
1: I don't know, man. I, I, I just look I, fine. Fantastic. Not a fan. So. Oh, shit. He's shutting it down. I am done. I don't want. I don't even want to talk about this fucking movie, bro. I, I I get angry. Listen, let me let me rephrase this. I think the movie had parts where I laughed that were very genuine. The acting is superb. There are people that I've never seen in this movie that the acting is incredible. Yeah, and the concept, the at least the high concept of what this movie is, I like a lot. It's just the delivery and the and the button at the end that doesn't fucking finish yeah. it up.
2: It's a nice if, you know it's ten o'clock at night, you can't sleep, you got nothing to right. do tomorrow, right you want
1: nothing's on T V, you throw on HBO Max and watch it, it's good Perfect. for that. But So is so is um the other movie that I just mentioned. Just the same. Uh, fresh? Uh, uh, fresh. Just the same. It's the same.
2: All right. I kinda have an idea where this is going. But, okay. Mr. Toe. Yes, sir. Here at Two Friends in a Movie with Matt and Six as you know, we have a process of rating movies where we give it a number based on toes. That's right. Zero toes being absolute worst, six toes being the pinnacle of the film industry, a.k.a. Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> so... He's
1: <laughs> piece, piece of shit. So... By the way, by the way, before you ask me, uh, today Matt sent me a picture of six toe, six toe, jury house, jury courthouse, courthouse. Fuck! I laughed for three hours. I sent that to <laughs> On everybody the I knew. <laughs> On The Simpsons, so we're famous, or I'm famous,
2: or we're He's both famous. famous. He's famous. I- I'm famous <laughs> by association. <laughs> um, I do. Before, before, quick, quick, quick story. Yeah. I- I go to physical therapy twice a week. My physical therapist had a baby. She's out. So I'm seeing a new therapist. And she saw the tattoos on me and she was asking about them. And when I showed her X ray cat from Freddy Got Fingered, she asked me about it. And I said, I'll oh, show an obscure Tom Green movie. Her response Who is Tom Green? <laughs> How old is <was> this? <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, I died on that table for a
1: minute. Dead. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, come on now. Anyways, out of the six toes that we can give this movie. How many toes based, are you giving it? Based on acting and delivery alone on the acting, which is superb. I give this movie one toe.
2: Ooh. Ooh, ooh,
1: ooh. Ouch,
2: the menu. <laughs> Sounds like Sixto is sending it back.
1: (laughs) Well, Mr. Lamatina. Yes, sir. Given the movie and give her a rating system, much like a person that rates food from a restaurant and can close it or open open it for more business, how many toes would you give this movie? I'm going to give it two and a half toes. That's fair. I That's
2: think big. the movie can be entertained for most of it. That's fair. Like I said, I'm a big fan of Anna Taylor Joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that gives it a little boost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the ending is so disappointing that it really it really kills a lot of the movie for you. Uh, it's not a movie I would ever watch again. It's right. not a movie that I would really recommend to friends. Yeah. Um I would say I saw it, but that's that's as much as I'm willing
1: to admit about this movie. Well, there you have it folks. Um very little toast, which means this is not getting a Michelin star, this the menu. No, no Michelin star <laughs> for the menu. Um but I'm not would, even I w- getting
2: a, a rating from the <laughs> food and drug administration, whoever gets but out I- that shit.
1: I will say that I agree with you that I was very entertained. The acting is incredibly good, so like on that part, I have to give, it, I have to forgive it because it really is an enjoyable process. It's just the story. Like whoever made it didn't have their story, or maybe it's above our head. Yeah, that's a that's a big possibility. I feel it's like there's something
2: like something you're supposed to get is why these people were all cowards that maybe we just don't understand, right. but.
1: Fuck them, this is our podcast If we don't get it, it doesn't work Doesn't work, the end The The end end. Well, um, we're gonna Try to keep on track people, We're giving you More podcasts, we gotta give you
2: At least one more in February And then, early March We come up with the big Oscar special Our favorite (laughs) show (laughs) of the year (laughs) That everybody loves Uh, We're gonna try to get back on the winning streak We were four for four Last year, our first place contestant came in second, so we're ready to hit it and get back into the winning circle. That's right. Be five four five four six. Five See? six. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. bad. Um, quick hit.
1: Yeah.
2: I don't know if you're ever going to watch it, but
1: I saw a movie called Vengeance with oh, B.J. You told Novak. Oh, about it. I- I can't, I, don't, I can't stand that guy, so if there's a possibility, it's, I will watch it. It's a Prime
2: video, Amazon. I highly recommend it. Uh, even if we do, don't do do a podcast on it, trust our movie sense, and I'd give it a watch.
1: All right, that's coming from the guy who says Freddy Got Fingers, the best movie ever. So take that with a it's grain true. of salt.
2: It's true.
1: <laughs> so you know <sighs> what I'm saying is the truth. <laughs> Well, anyways, uh, I don't know for coming by what stopping by
2: first. We stop by. We don't come by. We stop by. Thanks for stopping by. Secondly. Yeah. San Diego. (laughs) Thirdly. Yeah. I think we should at least do one Oscar best picture movie for the next podcast.
1: Yes, we have to. I mean,
2: like we're, just, we're we, so fucked. Just one. We don't <laughs> have to talk about the rest of them. But I think the next podcast coming in February.
1: In February, yes, we're gonna Should have be two, one.
2: two in February this year, ladies and gentlemen. So be out the lookout for that. Um, <laughs> I promise. He promises. I, so I promise deliver.
1: you. Yes, I could change. I promise. I could change. Oh, brother. Um, I, we should. I was thinking the same thing that we should at least have the, the runner-ups. But we're not going to tell you which movie until
2: no. the cast comes out. That's Just right. To be honest with you, I don't even yeah. know what
1: movies <laughs> been nominated for <laughs> Best Picture. <laughs> I bet you which one is nominated. Top Gun Maverick is probably nominated, oh, so they can Top shut Gun, people up. it is.
2: It is. I actually saw something about that, and I was very Ugh. angry. Ugh. Because Anyways, it's a shit
1: movie. I'd rather watch The Menu again yes, than any Top Gun top movie. Gun. Anyways, um, thank you for stopping by, everybody. San Diego, especially <sighs> San,
2: San Diegans. San, San
1: Diegans. Stop it. And thank you for giving uh, uh, thank you for uh, uh joining us and having a good time I hope. And you better and it's been like this. It's been a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Stop it. And I hope wherever it's you are
2: fucking day <laughs> right now yeah enjoying this podcast yeah. that is a beautiful day in your neighborhood.
1: Just <laughs> cute the fucking music. I'm done. You're <laughs> so
2: stupid. I'm not stupid. <laughs> You're stupid.
0: <laughs> Two friends and Two friends.